And we're here we are, folks, again with another version of Keys of the Game. This is our fall 2022 edition, and we're coming to you live from the studios of WEHC, the voice of Southwest Virginia. I'm your host, Gary Lester, and I'm joined again, once again, by with head coach Kurt Newsom. Coach, it's great to be with you again. I'm looking forward to another program talking about WASP football. I look forward to it, Gary. Always do. Coach, we're going to try and talk a little bit about wrapping up summer camp. I know the boys or the young men and the coaches themselves, I think everybody's always happy summer camp is over. Uh, but we also want to talk a little bit about your uh, – you had another uh, inter-squad scrimmage yesterday, and I uh, want to get your impressions and thoughts about that. Um, and then finally, we're going to get into the mountain lines from Concord next week. But I want to talk about – Emory and Henry's RPO offense and uh, a little bit about how it's come to be. That is our offense. I think it's been that since you, you got here, some sort, version of yeah, it. Yeah, it really came in with Craig Stutzman, mm-hmm. and um, he, he's done a great job kind of originating the offense. And then uh, Timmy Chang, we went all Hawaiian the, yeah. fir- <laughs> the, first, uh, the first two GAs. I mean, uh, offensive coordinators, excuse me, not GAs. Timmy's the, now the uh, head coach at Hawaii, so he's done pretty well for himself. And, you know, last year uh, Craig was the offensive coordinator at Washington State, and mm-hmm. now he's at Dixie College, and they're going 1A. They're 1AA right now. So, And then Quentin came in, and he yep. coordinated the RPO. And uh, so it's we probably are going to be more – based on what – Quentin Hunter has said, and I trust Quentin more than I trust anybody. And uh, we're going to be more RPO than anybody in the conference. Well, that that that, yeah. that is the question I was going to ask you. Are we going to see much of this RPO in this uh, SAC conference? We're going to see some, but not our percentage. We're probably eighty percent, ninety percent. You know, we have calls that we can take it off and, you know, and, and run the ball and make sure, right. you know, they don't uh, make me look like an idiot when it's uh, third and or one and we throw it when we could have handed it off. So <laughs> we have some calls to make that make that work. But, uh, yeah, we, that's that's who we are. And an RPO means run-pass option, and it, it could be a read of an inside linebacker. If you've got a slant coming in behind it, it could be the read of a safety. Now, you've got to hold it a little bit longer, and you're concerned mm-hmm. with, excuse me, with linemen downfield. So there's a lot to it. I mean, it's yeah. it, there's nothing simple about it. No, it doesn't. It doesn't look simple from from the box where I am, and I'm sure it doesn't look simple on the other side. And and I'm sure it's difficult to learn for these young men coming into college. And really, the quarterback, you know, yeah. you're putting the game in the quarterback's hands, mm-hmm. just like triple option. And and in triple yeah. option, you know, he had a a read of a five technique, and then he had a read of a, a outside eight technique. And I know we don't, you know, techniques are different for people listening but um, so it is a little bit different but I think this coming into this league hopefully that helps us some but uh, there's one thing we do realize about coming into this league I mean we've recruited a year and a half of scholarship players Mm -hmm. and they've recruited for 40 years of scholarship players so you know we've got to understand that 
you know, it, it's it's going to take us a minute. Yeah. And, you know, I'm not 25, but I want to make sure I'm here when we're winning like we can. And I, I think we can do that. Well, I do, too. And you, and what you're saying is essentially we're standing there looking across the field at five years worth of scholarships that are there. Exactly. And there's a year and a half standing on our side. So, it, yeah, it's, it's going to be a challenge. We, we've got 36 fulls uh, that we can get to. We're right at 12 right now. <laughs> Whereas our opponents are at thirty six, so it, you know it's 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 going to be a battle. Mm-hmm. But I've I've talked to our guys, and I said it last week about finishing, and and I think that's that and fighting. You know how yeah. how much fight do we have in us? Are we are we gonna are we gonna make every game close? And I mean. That's a great goal. You mm-hmm. know, that we've got different goals than I've ever been involved in because of the jump. And, you know, that's – so how we play and how hard we play throughout a game right now is a goal. Mm-hmm. And and I told them that the first day. So that's – you know, it's it's different for me and, and going where we're going and, you know, what we're approaching – and uh, but I want everybody to realize, you know, we're not exactly where we need to be because we haven't had an opportunity to yeah. be. And uh, there's a reason they picked us in 11th. But our, our our players, you know, I promise you, they won't play like they were picked there. And that's our goal, and that's my goal, and that's that's how we're approaching the season. Mm-hmm. Well, there's one thing about it. Whether we've got a year and a half or uh, or five, there's a lot of <clears throat> excuse me. There's a lot of tradition here at Emory and Henry, and I think that tradition will show itself on that football field this fall. I promise you, that's the biggest thing about Emory and Henry football is the the only time Emory was bad pretty much was when I was here, <laughs> but before me and then after me, uh, it was it was really good, and we've had. A lot of great players, and you know it was scholarship time when when your group was here, and then mm-hmm. uh, then we we transitioned for a minute, and then uh, but we continued to play some. So it wasn't it wasn't fair for Coach Bales to play the teams we played. We played Catawba and Gardner Webb yeah. throughout, and then. Um, then Coach Wacker came in and was very successful, and I think him wor- working with Charlie Sidner, the president, uh, was a, a great regime, and I think you have to have that to be successful, and I, I think they had that because of both of them together. It was kind of a perfect storm. You bring in Charlie Sidner, you have Lou Wacker, but you also have Fred Self, who had stepped down from head coach and remained here as a solid one of the best assistant coaches anybody could ever ask to have. And you had Charlie Sidner, who understood what, what Emory Henry football is all about. And he, he helped the program as much as anybody. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Coach Self was my first head coach when I got here. Uh, coach Hughes was here in the summer when I was recruited, and I got here, and Coach Self was the head coach. Yeah. And there's not been a better man on the campus of Emory and Henry College ever. And I, I think there'll be a lot of people that agree with that statement. Absolutely. Lou Wacker was a tremendous head football coach and did a great job, and his record speaks for itself. But he had someone 
in his staff that very few people uh, have the opportunity to have someone like that. He he's a life changer guy. Yeah. Changed mine when he lifted me up off the ground and said, "We don't <laughs> behave like that." <laughs> That's kind of who he is. So you got that same lecture? <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> well, coach, I want to step back a minute and talk about the summer camp. You just had your uh, second inter-squad scrimmage yesterday. Um, what was the format for that scrimmage yesterday? I know you had a certain number of plays. Ones and twos were going to run in the first one. Same format, or did you change? No, it? we wanted it to be game like, okay. you know, going in because we Wednesday is our day to start on Concord, and we wanted it to be uh, so we did kickoff, kickoff return, not live, and we did field goals a couple live, and but we we it was two quarters. So we, okay. we did uh, one 12-minute quarter, and we were going to find out how many reps we got in the first 12-minute quarter. And so then we switched it to a full 15-minute quarter. And we got uh, – some coaches had us at 72, but we ended up with 68 or 69 live snaps and because, you know, you, you don't grade snaps when you're – trying to draw somebody off sides and it right. was, but uh, it was right in that range which is right about the area you would have for an offensive game if you're not hurry up mm-hmm. you know if you're hurry up you get more plays right but around 70 plays is normal if you're if you're not and you know when I first got here we were fast paced yeah and uh, I still like that but we've got to catch up and we're not ready defensively to be that hurry-up offensive football team right now like Tennessee's doing. And I I, I would prefer that, but uh, it's hard on the defense. So we're not doing that right now. Yeah, you you, you really have to coach to, to your talent. And yeah, and then that's that's kind of what we're doing, and it was it was very productive, uh, and you know the biggest thing you look for is no injuries, and that was, you know, we felt like that, and you know the offense is right now a little bit ahead of the defense, but mm. both sides had some players out, so you know it's it's kind of hard to judge where you are when you're you know we had twenty six players out from the scrimmage yesterday. Yeah, yeah, that didn't scrimmage, wow. and you know, it, not all of them starters, of course. But mm-hmm. uh, you know, it's hard to evaluate well, what you've got. Well, last week uh, we talked about your first inter squad scrimmage, and we talked about the fact that you thought your offensive line actually outperformed your defensive line, uh, and that coach um, Coach Ball was a little bit upset with that. Uh, what was the result this week? Well, Coach Tall does a great job every week and he's you know he's my kind of lean on guy because he's my age (laughs) you know and there's not there's not a whole lot of us left coaching at this age and you know he's been at Michigan and West Virginia and and uh, the defensive coordinator at Harvard and Charlotte so you know my information guy is is him and so I kind of look at him when I'm deciding what we're going to do in practice and scrimmages and all those type of things but we were both missing on both sides uh we were missing a couple starters on the offensive line and we had a couple guys uh stand up to the plate that did a great job on the offensive line mm-hmm. and then you know I, I think he had a couple guys he was pleased with on the defensive line so overall it was a 
really good scrimmage. Uh, once again, I think the offense is a little bit ahead of uh, where the defense is. Our quarterbacks, uh, I like both of them. They weren't very consistent in this one, but, uh, you know, Kyle and Charles are working at it, and they're they're plenty good players, And uh, but they didn't have their best scrimmage, and uh, they knew it. And uh, But I, I care about both of them. I think they're both really good football players. So if we got better play out of them, I think the offense would have really had a great day. But, uh, you know, I'm pulling for both sides. Because <laughs> I promise you on Saturday against Concord, a week from Saturday, I promise you, you know, we need both sides to play well. Well, Coach, we're going to take a brief break here, but when we come back, maybe we can talk about some of the other key positions. You talk, you mentioned Kyle and Charles, the uh, quarterbacks, but maybe we'll talk about the wide receivers, tight ends, or perhaps some of the linebackers that you thought had some good uh, good scrimmage on uh, yesterday on Sunday. So we'll be right back, and we'll pick it up right there. Support for WEHC and Emory & Henry football comes from Tumbling Creek Cider Company. Heritage-inspired, handcrafted hard cider in the heart of downtown Abingdon. Open daily in the Spring House 112 Court Street, Northeast, and online at tumblingcreekcider.com. Tumbling Creek Cider Company, serving the spirit of our community. And we're back. It's Keys to the Game with head football coach Kurt Newsom. I'm your host, Gary Lester, and we're talking about the inter-squad scrimmage that took place yesterday. It was the second one of the summer workouts or summer practice. And, Coach, talked about the quarterbacks, Kyle and Charles, um, not quite having what you'd like to have seen them out there. But what about um, what about someone else on the aisle? How was the running backs? I noticed that uh, Grayson Overstreet, I believe, was in the scrimmages. Yeah, well, he needed some reps before the first game. You know, Grayson's a, he's a grown man. <laughs> you know he's he's you know 22 years old and uh, he's uh, he's been a great player his whole life and uh, we've got him at the right position and uh, I think he had five or six carries for 30 some yards or something to mm-hmm. that effect and glad he's back and then Micah English who came in for Devonte last year I mean the first scrimmage he averaged eight yards a carry and this scrimmage he averaged 10. so he's going to be a you know great backup for Grayson and uh, so we feel good about both of those guys and then we you know our freshmen uh, we feel really good about where they are we've got we we recruited well at that position mm-hmm. so uh, we think we've got some guys that are come in and help us this year and um, you know I don't we'll see how it pans out as we get closer to Concord but we 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 plan on three of the freshmen getting on the bus which is wow. a lot for a position yeah so uh, that's kind of where we are there but three uh, at the running back three at the running right. back position mm-hmm. yeah to back up those two so, what about defense? Anybody catch your eye on the defense? Uh, did I, Ivan Phillips? Was he? Ivan his? got to scrimmage, and that's always a good thing for yep. our defense when he when he's over there. And then, you know, we had some guys on the defensive line that showed up. Donovan Pennix, of course, always shows up. So there were some guys that did show up nicely as continues to improve his play. And nicely is a uh, he's got two to play. 
than he this year. In the secondary? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's a safety, yeah. and uh, he is uh, he flashes across the field. And Jalen Crimes has been moved to free safety, and him and I had a discussion today. I brought him in. He'd rather be at corner, and uh, mm-hmm. that that's a possible move. But uh, we need him at free right now, and he would do anything for the team. And yes. So that's who he is. I mean, he's uh, he's way up on the top of my list because he doesn't he doesn't care about anything but the football team. So we're trying to make a decision on whether he goes back to corner or stays at free safety because mm-hmm. that's where he is right now. I just think at free safety he can do more to help our football team, but we'll have to see how that goes and. Uh, and and it, I'll decide, uh, and I'll give him some input on that. Yeah. And I know old school coaches, you know, that's not how it goes. But uh, this guy's given us four years of his life, and he's in his fifth year starting. So I, I listen. Well, now, you've, you're wrapping up summer practice. You said Wednesday you're starting to, your prep for Concord. So just your general overall impression of how summer practice has gone. I know we've talked about that a little bit before. I think you were impressed with the way some of them came in. They were in shape. They were ready to go. But did, did was it a productive – did you accomplish everything? It's It's been a lot better because we didn't have 170. We had 125, <laughs> you know. So, you know, you got – you know, we probably had 175 or 180. So you got 50 less kids. And it's a lot easier to evaluate. And we're going to do one more scrimmage with the younger guys. Wow. And we've talked about that. I, I brought it up to the staff today. Uh, you know, do we want to do it on Thursday? And do we when do we want to do it? Because we've still got to decide on some bus seats, you know, and <laughs> who, who, who's, who's sure. getting on the bus and who's not getting on the bus. And uh, so, and it's, it's a true evaluation of, of some younger guys. And that's, that's what we've got to do right now is figure out, you know, who's going to travel, who's definitely going to red shirt. And, you know, if you're going to build a program, you need to red shirt. Yeah. Mm. So especially now, because, you know, we're we're at a different place. Mm-hmm. So, you know, don't just play them all and then, you know, four years from now, if I'm the coach or somebody else is the coach, you know, you, you'd have a chance to play for a championship or, you you know, you're playing for the middle of the pack. So, yeah. so there's decisions to be made. I'd rather in four or five years from now – this football team being picked and playing for, you know, for a conference championship. So, you know, we're, we're going to red shirt and take our bumps and bruises and, uh, and try to build a program. And that's, 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 that's my thought on, on how this should be. And I, mm-hmm. I, I think that's what we need to do. And, well, it, you know, you're not a Newberry. You're not a Catawba. You're not a Wingate or a Carson Newman. You've not been at this a while. And when you bring these young men in, they they need to understand that the, the, there's stepping stones that's got to be you know the foundation's got to be laid, and that's yeah. they are the foundation. Well, the way I explain it to them, you're a freshman in high school. You know how many of you were the stars as a freshman in high school? Yeah. And if you know, there's certain programs you probably could be. You know. Right. But in most programs, if you're a freshman in high school and you're just on the varsity, 
uh, you're a good player. You get to dress. You're you're a good player. Yeah. And that's, you know, what it is here, you know, and that's mm-hmm. what it should be. And so saving that year, I think, is is critical. So that's that's how we want to build it. We want to build it from the bottom. And so everybody be patient with Coach Newsom <laughs> because we're playing good football teams. And uh, yes, we've got we've got great guys, but they're going to compete and they're going to fight. And that's that's what we want to see. And I uh, hope hopefully when you come here on a Saturday, you see Emory compete and you see him fight, and uh, then the rest will take care of itself. Mm-hmm. Well, Coach, we're going to take a brief break again here, and when we come back, I want to talk, pick it back up with the RPO about, you know, where that came from. I know you talked about uh, Craig Stutzman's one that kind of brought it in, but a little bit about how you've seen the RPO evolve as you've been, this is your ninth year, and how it's evolved, and your coaches have, have you know, picked it up and changed it too, because I'm sure... Uh, your coaches, the ones you have now, have changed it. So we're going to pick that up with the RPO, and, and folks, we'll be right back. Predicting the unexpected in life is impossible. So when it comes to your financial goals, our philosophy is don't predict, prepare. Hello, I'm Tom Graham, financial advisor with Edward Jones, and we can help. Our office is 126 East Main Street, Marion, Virginia. Edward Jones, member SIPC. Okay, we're back, and Coach, we're going to talk a little bit about the run-pass option offense. Um, what percentage of that do you, do you think you're – I know you run we, – we run the spread offense, but not every play is an RPO. Uh, and some of them are, some of them aren't, and you've got certain situations where you're definitely going to run the ball or you're definitely going to throw it. Uh, what percentage would you say of the snaps um, that uh, Charles or Kyle – takes are in that RPO, true RPO offense? Probably 85%. We have a call that we can kill it and say, receivers, you're blocking. And uh, so that's – but probably 85%. And, you know, RPO, people think, you know, you want to throw it all over the yard. You know, we have the leading tailback in the country last year. Right. (laughs) You know, so, you know, we we like to R it too. (laughs) I'd rather R it than P it. So, but uh, it's it's probably eighty five percent that we don't kill it outside. So mm-hmm. we have a route you can throw, and it depends on your read. You know, in this league, the the one issue that we're dealing with is uh, they call they want to call linemen down the field. Yes, and so that that's a part of it. You know, you've got a three yard rule, and we're used to and. You know, everybody has that rule, but every league doesn't call it. So, you know, if, if a guy zones up, we had a guy we doubled. We doubled in the scrimmage. We doubled a, a three technique, which is a defensive tackle outside of the guard. Mm-hmm. We doubled him past the three yards and threw the ball, and we got called for it in the scrimmage. Downfield blocking. Down, for for downfield, and he was a down lineman to start with. Mm-hmm. So, you know, your concern is when you're zoning up to a linebacker, and I know everybody doesn't get that, but it's uh, that's your concern. Mm-hmm. So we're talking to our guys about being slower going down the field. Mm-hmm. But when you're doubling a guy, 
I know everybody thinks, well, if you knock a guy that far back, you'll probably ought to hand it off. <laughs> but that's not their read. Right. You know, they're either reading an inside linebacker or safety or leverage of a corner or, you know, it, 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 it's a lot going on out there. So. Well, what, what makes the RPO so appealing to you as a coach? I know you've, you, you're not the offense coordinator, but what makes it – because you're the one who has the final say. I promise you, because I don't think you have to be able to knock them completely off the ball. You know, I don't think you have to be Alabama up front on either side. And it gives you the best opportunity to have the best play because you're basing it on – what someone does on the other side of the football, just like true triple option. Mm-hmm. So it's triple option through the air. So, I mean, that's that's what makes it so important to me because now it's, hey, you back up, we're handing it off, you come this way, we're throwing it. So it's complete option based on numbers, and it gives you the best opportunity for the best play. And, you know, you don't always get that. Where I've been, you know, at Virginia Tech and and JMU, we check plays based on safeties. And, you know, if it was was too high, we were going to run it at Tech. And if it was one high, we were going to throw it. And, you know, it's just – so it it does it after the snap, which is completely different – yeah. And, you know, now your quarterback's got a lot on his plate. You know, I, I, get, really I, I get that. And, you know, when they start missing receivers, that, you know, that might have something to do with it. But uh, anyway, that's that's how it is. Well, it, yeah, you know, and it, it really gives you an opportunity to put the, the defense in, in a conflicting mode. If they if they stop the run, they you it's wrong because you threw it. Yeah, and if they stay back for the pass, you hand it to Overstreet, and they're wrong for not charging ahead, right? That's that's the whole concept behind behind the play, mm-hmm. and that's or behind the offense, and you know, it, and it depends on who you read. Now, the problem is you can't always throw it down the field because no. everybody's run blocking up front, and yep. so you 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 can't hit home runs, and when you try to hit a home run. Your quarterback may take one to the chin. Well, Hunter Taylor took several to yeah, the chin. He sure did. Well, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, but a lot of the pass routes are short, quick type of. Pass. Yeah, that's what they are. You're just throwing your run game outside. Yeah, I mean that's that's what it is. Mm-hmm. Hey, I'm gonna hand it to get four, or I'm gonna throw it to get, get four. four, and I'm still into four. I think that's good. <laughs> How have you seen it? The RPO evolve since Stutzman here. You got Beecraft now. Uh, what's, what's well, the Timmy evolve? Timmy brought in run and shoot concepts in the game. Okay. So and and Craig was a run and shoot guy, but he he was not run and shoot with that that offense. Craig brought in more. Uh, I mean, uh, Timmy brought in more run and shoot stuff, and then you know, can I mean, uh, Quentin took over, and uh, he had concepts from both of them mm-hmm. and then then uh actually once uh cam came in he had concepts from quentin and all of them so we've and now quentin and and cam are so good together i mean yeah. that's i mean the first person cam to ask me he said could you please hire quentin 
and they work well together. And, you know, Cam is our offensive coordinator, Mm -hmm. and he's doing a great job. Quentin was the offensive coordinator. He's got no ego, and he's – He's just done a great job, and uh, I'm so glad he's here. Yeah. Uh, this yeah, staff right I now, I, I, I think the world of, and I'm so glad they're all here. Well, you've got a great staff to go to war uh, with, and just certainly next week we're going to get to the Concord Mountain Lines. So, Coach, uh, unbelievably, we're out of time again. It goes by so quick. But I want to thank you again for being here and giving us an insight into ENH football. It's so good to talk with you and uh, really look forward to kicking the season off next next week can't wait stay off your bicycle (laughs) (laughs) thank you i will and folks that's going to do it for us and we'll see you next week and uh, if you have a chance listen to the uh, broadcast on spotify or your wherever you get your podcast thanks everyone and so long